All right. So yesterday I called up my sister's kids. She's got three of them. Um, and I told them that for their birth, I've never actually bought them a birthday present, which I guess probably makes me a shitty uncle, but I bought them all 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin. So I had to call them up yesterday and explain to them what their birthday present was, which either makes me a cool uncle or a crappy uncle because I bought them something that's hard to understand and that they don't actually get to hold or see or or whatever kids do with presents that they get. So it'd be kids. Uncle Paul's got you a birthday present. It's the first time he's ever done this. Oh, cool, mum. What is it? Oh, it's Bitcoin. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's Bitcoin? Exactly. I think one of them understood it. The other two just, the, the other two were like, can we go outside and ride our bikes now? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So 33% on the, on the cool uncle scale. All right, my friend, what do you want to talk about today on Above Board? Before we get into things, I think we should talk about what has just come up on Twitter. Um, who posted it? It was Greg. Was it Greg? I've forgotten the name already. Greg Sorry, Robinson no, it Greg. posted yeah. it, but it was a person named Ben Cox who tweeted about it. And Greg tagged us um, asking for our opinion and because we oblige everything that people say on Twitter that we should talk about. We'll talk about it. Yeah, pretty much. So, okay. So what's going on here? So someone's got Facebook embedded on their website. This is Backblaze. And it's, a, what is this? This is a, a, business, a B2, which is something to do with business. I, I online, sto- online cloud storage. I've actually used Backblaze, not for not for oh, probably okay. about 10 years, but I did yeah, use, I used to for use it too. Yeah. yeah, for computer backup. Mm-hmm. So someone is highlighting here that Backblaze is sending the names of files and the sizes of files to Facebook. What the hell? Which, which seems bad. Just the hot take is that seems really, really awful. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely... So it's a JSON payload, upload, download. Yeah, this is mad. Yeah. And so Backblaze, to their credit, I guess, did tweet and say they fixed it, which is good. How long this happened, I don't know. But basically, they had a seemingly innocuous Facebook tracking pixel on their site because I guess they do Facebook ads probably, like I think a lot of companies do. So they said, we believe that the Facebook pixel we use for tracking uh, was the culprit. We forwarded it to our web team for review as that was not the intended behavior. Okay, so live on air, I'm going to type out, please, please, please stop using Facebook's Pixel. And I'm going to put, you should just use Fathom. (laughs) Much love. (laughs) Reply. Done. Live on air. All right. Marketing. So this is interesting, right? Because this is just one case that we know of where this has happened. I think people, so I think you and I feel this, I mean, as a company who sells a service, who who our customers take a JavaScript embed from us and put it on their websites, we feel the weight and the responsibility of us having code on tens of thousands of websites at this point, because we know how, how, 
I guess, the weight of that. And for something like Facebook tracking pixel, you unless you know how to read all of this and look into all of this and see this JSON payload of every single file on my computer with its file size has now been sent to Facebook, that's yeah. a that's a big thing. Do you know how you get into the situation? So people will email us and they'll say, hey, can you track the 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 title of the page that the analytics are on? And I mean, that sounds great. That sounds fantastic. How cool would that be? You get the title of the page and the URL. But right away, guess what you're going to send over? You're going to send over people's full names. Um, lots of things enter titles that people don't think about. So whilst one person may say, like in this example, it looks like there are attributes of a button being sent across or something. I mean, I've only glanced at it briefly, but that's what it looks like. So we can do all this cool stuff, but we forget about the potential risks of doing so. And so instead of doing that, when we approach something like this and a good example will actually be when we look at when we track urls we have query strings right Mm -hmm. we actually ignore certain parts of the query string so if you had something like question mark full name i don't know why you'd have this but you might question mark full name equals paul jarvis right Mm -hmm. we don't want that so we only track things that um, are going to be safe and then in addition to that following this new database migration mistakes happen right things like this happen but guess what what are they going to do so imagine this has just happened okay and oh no we've sent this to facebook this is awful we don't want facebook to have this we can just speak to you know mark zuckerberg and get it removed (laughs) what the hell is their course of action here so with to give you a comparison imagine someone accidentally sends us personal data right mistakes happen okay what what do we do they contact us and they say oh i've accidentally sent this data to you complete mistake um i don't want to be in breach of anything can we have this removed immediately so we can remove that in less than a second mm-hmm. i assign that, that ticket to you <laughs> yeah but we can remove it in less than a second yeah. and then it's not in any backups it's just it's gone mm-hmm. so yeah yeah difference. it's it's scary like i think that i think this is something that people are hopefully starting to be aware of but possibly weren't prior to the last year or two is that every time you add a third-party script to your website there's the potential for it to do um unintentionally or maybe intentionally malicious things mm-hmm. so we take that responsibility and the weight of that very very seriously because we know the potential there like we like we've just seen from that tweet from ben that um that greg tagged us in so i think it's a good idea to audit what's on your site don't we have a tool that can do this well now you mention it paul yes (laughs) head over to use phantom as in phantom of the opera use phantom.com and scan websites and uh yeah pretty good tool actually pretty happy with that it's good uh, halloween tool all right. What what's on the docket to talk about after this this breaking hot take? So last last uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about doing a database migration, why it's taken so long. So this has been months in the making, tons of research, tons of planning. We finally moved to a new database, Confetti now, Cannon. Confetti Cannon, indeed. It's my we're favorite talk- feature in Tuple. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're there. Confetti Cannons for everyone. We've reached this new database. We're going to talk about it more in an article that I might finish writing today. I think today, see what happens today. I'm still working on um, honing in our Teams functionality. 
with you, but definitely want to get the article finished. We've moved to a faster database and the ingest is rapid. There's never going to be a backlog. So previously we'd have page views coming in and they could sit in a database for, I guess, up to 15 to 30 minutes and sometimes longer when you go viral. And that was fine because we'd implemented a group system, which meant that a viral customer wouldn't block everyone else. Mm-hmm. Whereas now everything gets written into the same database or the, sorry, the same table that can be read immediately. So we have completely real-time data. Say that again for the people in the back. We have completely real-time data. And it's fast. Everyone's noticing how much faster it is. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about this setup, and I, I mean, the team we're working with, they're amazing. And they sent me a Yeti mug, so I'm pretty happy. And, what uh, color was it? It was platinum, I guess, or silver. Oh. No, oh. I think it was actually real platinum. And, you know, high carat gold as well on there, I think, just looking at it now. <sighs> That's the only swag I want is Yeti stuff. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I thought it was going to be nerd swag, but Yeti mugs. Anyway, so we're working with them. They've been incredibly helpful. They've helped with the the schemas, everything. Just they've been so fantastic. And the best thing about this is that if things got a bit slow in the future, as we get more and more customers, more and more data, we can throw money at this. And this because we've optimized it so well, and they have a team that helps us optimize it further. And they really, this team really focused on cost of ownership. That's a big obsession in tech. Mm Because obviously people care about cost of ownership. It's different for us because we're a small team. So we would rather spend money on the actual service than on staff to manage it and that kind of thing. But we still care about cost of ownership. But anyway, the point is, imagine we run into an issue where things need to be faster and they're not. We can throw money at it. And that feels really good. That makes me happy. Yeah. And I mean, it scales with the need for our need for it to scale which is great i like that yeah lots of flexibility even with the goals now with our goals previously you couldn't attach dynamic variables and things like that now with version three you can actually attach unlimited dynamic variables and for the technical people listening the way we're doing it is actually uh, via via joins which is surprising to actually talk about but we've got our database is basically sharded and then local joins happen and it's all really cool stuff so yeah, that will be out in version three. I get call me a five year old boy, but sharding sounds like you pooped boy. your. It sounds like you're pooping your pants. Oh wow! <laughs> Welcome to the Above Board Podcast oh, with Paul Jarvis and Jack Ellis. Super professional all the time. Can we talk about how last two weeks episode we put out a four second podcast? Oh god! <laughs> and it, and it was funny too because I think the twenty seconds of audio that I 20. did upload was just like, well, that sounds like a good place to end the show, and that yeah. was the start of the episode. Thank you. So the good thing about that is we have people, and I didn't. I guess I didn't really think about this. We have people who listen to our show as soon as it's uploaded. Yes. And so a bunch of people, a lot of people let us know how stupid I was about that mistake, Um, which was also pretty cool because I'm like, oh, wow, people listen to this uh, a lot, which is Mm. which is great. And I like doing the show. So. Absolutely. Cool. And then the next thing. So recently we've been we've been getting an excessive. We use something called DynamoDB and we use it for a few things and we also use it for uh ssl certificates and our dynamo db bill has been like two thousand dollars a month which is excessive I and mean, it's a lot of money and it it turns out that there's a module we're using because we've been growing so fast and because our custom domains have been a lot of people have been using custom domains let's just say that um we're actually probably the i guess highest highest users or, or most i guess what would you say 
resource intense most resource intensive yeah we we have lots of certificates basically Mm -hmm. and then because of that we're doing lots of scans and it's expensive so we're now as part of v3 we're (laughs) going to have to move away from the setup we have and i think this ties in you know there are legal aspects of this there are lots of aspects moving pieces for this but we're going to be moving to a different custom domain solution because we have to we've been forced yeah and this is just the final this is really the the final uh push so yeah, I'm I'm happy with I, oh, we're not going to talk about it, but I am happy with the new solution and the opportunities that the new solution will present to our customers. Yeah. So now that the database has been migrated and there's confetti cannons for everyone, uh, related to that is the fact that once we finish that, we could move on to um actually working through a lot. I guess working through the end of the actual software for v3 um which, which we- exactly how we did for v2 as well this exact process was it so what happened well with regards I don't remember. to remember <laughs> so the finishing pieces what happened was we put together this big document and uh we went through it and we pair programmed on a lot of things like the affiliate program for example mm, that's uh, right. i think that was actually post v was that post v2 i forget now but we yeah we paired through the last bit of it that's how we that's how we work yeah, and so last week we spent hours a day um, just work. Talk. I, I guess it starts with that. It starts with talking through. Okay, what is the best solution for this? What are the implications of doing it in this way? And then how can we make this as easy and simple as possible for our customers? For basically every single button, every single line of text, every single piece of functionality, getting it as dialed in as possible, which is a lot of work, but it's also kind of fun to be at that point where we are just thinking about, okay, well, this is what the page, like we know what each page looks like for the probably about 90% of the pages now in V3, um, which is pretty exciting. And I am looking at my list here of all of the things that I've checked off uh, over the last couple of days. And like we have, we're getting down to the last, and some of these things are are big pieces, but we're getting down to um, the last bits. And it's so funny with with these kind of things. It's like you're about 90% done and it takes as much time as it took to do the 90% as it takes to do the last 10%. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Well, not in our case because of migration, but I definitely yes. have found it. Yeah, I've always found that what you're saying is true. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been, yeah, basically on tuple all day, every day working through um, V3, which I'm super excited about. I'm super excited to get this into the hands of our customers. And I mean, you've been, you've been, you've been hype trained and like posting screenshots <laughs> <laughs> of it on Twitter. But I, I want people to use it. And like, I'm very excited that people will actually be able to use it very soon. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And on that note, we've got to get working on, to, on Teams, my friend. So yes. if you're up for a bit of pair programming, now we wrap this podcast up. I like it. Let's, let's get to work. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> <laughs>